Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside my co-host, Trey Lyle. It is November 1st, and we've still got hopefully four games, five games of a World Series left to play. How about that? A November World Series. I don't remember the last time that happened, but I'm excited for it. Game three tonight between the Astros and the Phillies in Philadelphia. The series is tied one-to-one. I'm hoping it goes all seven games, of course, because I just love good baseball and a good series. Trey, what are your thoughts on the uh, the first two games of this World Series? They've basically kind of been what I expected. I thought the Phillies would win game one. Didn't expect them to come back five runs down like they did, but that is an embodiment of their postseason. And, you know, game two, that's what Houston does to people. Altuve got going for once, and, you know, I think – they're pitching shut out the Phillies. And I think if you're Philadelphia, you feel really good where you're at. You took one in Houston and now you go to Philadelphia and, you know, I, I personally think that's, that's good for them. You know, we'll see what happens with Syndergaard on the bump in Philadelphia. But I think if you're Houston or if you're Philadelphia, you wanted, you wanted to split and go to Philly where the atmosphere is going to be electric. Yeah, it's going to be uh, quite the environment there in Philadelphia tonight. It does look like it'll be Ranger Suarez taking the mound for the Phillies facing Lance McCullers Jr. Uh, should be a pretty good pitching matchup. I don't know when they're going to let Syndergaard see the mound uh, for the Phillies in this series. But tonight, Suarez versus McCullers. At I think Citizens he was supposed Bank to pitch Park. last night, and then they switched it. Yeah, so the uh, the last night, Game 3 was supposed to be played last night, Halloween night, and... Uh, Mother Nature actually helped us out because we weren't able to record this episode yesterday. So Mother Nature pushed the game back a day and now we're able to preview game three for you guys. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Mother Nature, for that rain. And thank you guys for listening to the Foul Ball Area podcast. Uh, Trey, I want to ask you something. You you mentioned this on one of the shows that we did last week. We were on so many. We had our episode of the podcast. You had me on the Fast Lane on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. We were on the Pulse with Billy Parvatam. I don't remember which We're show you said dudes. this on. We are. We're in high demand when it comes to the World Series. Uh, I don't remember which show you said this on, but you said that if the Phillies can win a game in Houston, then they'll win the series in Philadelphia. So do you still believe that? Do you think the Phillies yeah, are going to win I said the next that on, three games? I said that on the episode. I, I think I said it on the Foul Boyer podcast last time. So you still think the Phillies will win the next three games and win the series in Philadelphia? I thought it was two is it two i thought it was two, i thought they'd win six so i thought game six is in philadelphia but is it i think it's is it two, two three two oh i i was man the nba in that confused me because the nba is two two one 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 right which to me makes more sense but yeah okay so when i said that i thought game six was in philadelphia <laughs> all right so to be fair but you know what I, i'm a man of my word a man okay. of my principle. And the best team in the NFL, record-wise, is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Union are 
in the MLS Cup Finals. The Philadelphia 76ers have maybe a guy who can win the MVP this year. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. They have James Harden. Who knows? The Philadelphia is getting another championship, and they're going to win it in Philadelphia. So three straight, book it. All right, there you go. Trey is doubling down on his prediction. Phillies win the World Series in Philadelphia. I'm still sticking with the Astros. I still say seven games. I think that, you know, this has been a very good series so far. Like you mentioned, game one, the Astros were up five to nothing, and the Phillies managed to come back and win that game. Game two, the Astros jump out to another big lead, and they actually hold on to it this time. It was uh, it was another very entertaining game Saturday night, uh, five to two, the final score. Um, Framber Valdez with a fantastic pitching performance for the Astros in game two. Uh, yeah, they jumped out to a three nothing lead in the bottom of the third. Then they made it five nothing with two more runs in the bottom of the fifth. The Phillies came back a little bit, but five to two, the final score. Framber Valdez for the Astros. He was the starting pitcher and he finished the night with six and the third innings pitched, gave up one run on four hits and struck out nine batters. Fantastic performance from Framber Valdez. Really good series that we've had so far. I mean, the the five run comeback from the Phillies in game one, that was, it, it was, it's been a long time since that happened. I don't remember the exact date, but all kinds of tweets flying around uh, Twitter saying that it was some historic comeback that, you know, hadn't happened in decades a five-run deficit in the World Series. So a really good game in game one. Uh, fantastic pitching performance from Valdez in game two. I, I think it's been a very entertaining series. I'm excited to see what comes next in uh, in games three and onward. I think that it's going to be still competitive. I think that it's, you know, I hope it continues to be as exciting as it has so far. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun, and that's what you expect. I'm so excited to see what the atmosphere is like going to be, you know. And I really think this is going to be a fun series as it keeps going. Um, I think the never-say-die attitude of this Philadelphia team is is impressive, and it's the reason they won game one. And, you know, they're going to keep it going. And I'm pumped. I, I, this is this is shaping up to be a, a pretty special World Series. Uh, how is she? Uh, depending on how it shakes out. So the pitching matchup tonight, Lance McCullers Jr. going for the Astros. He's got a 2.45 ERA this postseason with 13 strikeouts. Ranger Suarez on the mound for the Phillies. He's 1-0 this postseason with a 1.86 ERA and nine strikeouts. So pretty good pitching matchup, although we've had good pitching matchups already in each of the two games in this series, and the offense has really kind of stolen the show. Um, really, you know, high-powered offenses on both sides. The Phillies can just mash the ball. The Astros have such a deep lineup. So what do you see shaking out tonight? Do you think it's going to be more of a pitcher's duel, or do you think we're going to see more offense like we have in the first two games? I lean towards the offense. I mean, both lineups are just so dynamic. Um, So I, I have more faith in the lineups. I know, you know, both the Phillies bullpen now will be rested again, and both teams will you know, with that extra day of rest. So I could see a pitching matchup, but just given the, the amount of power and amount of versatility, these lineups and how these lineups have played in the postseason, I'll take the offense. Yeah. With the Phillies being at home, I think that the offense is going to steal the show again. Um, 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Phillies win tonight's game, their first game in Philadelphia, and you know take a, a advantage in the series. I still, I'm still obviously going with my pick of the Astros to win it, but I could see the Phillies, you know, in that home atmosphere, home field advantage, all their fans going crazy, um, back at home. You know, the the offense just taken off, and I could see a high scoring game tonight, and the Phillies taking the lead to one in the series, but I. I do think it'll even up again and the Astros will end up taking the lead. But tonight, I think it should be a good game. First pitch at 8.03 on Fox. That's game three of the World Series. I don't know what else to say. It's been uh, it's been fun. I think we have already gotten a uh, stolen base so free tacos for all of America. Who thought Kyle Schorber would be the one that gave us the free tacos? Right. Not who I would have picked, but, you know, make sure you download you. the app. I think you have to have the Taco Bell app to do this. Oh, all right. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you, Kyle Schwarber, for the free tacos. Uh, the streak continues. Ozzy Albies got it last year in the World Series. So, yeah, it's been that means uh, really lock it up. So Phillies are gonna win. Phillies gonna win the World Series. That you know you could you could look at it that way. That is one way to look at it. Just just putting that out there. Well, managers are being hired. Bruce Bochy is back in baseball. Um, I thought that was an interesting hire by. By Texas, uh, you know, what did you think about that? Yeah, I I agree. It is an interesting hire. Um, you know, if he wants to be back in baseball, good for him. I thought when he left the Giants, he was kind of retiring. He was going to ride off into the sunset. You know, he's won three World Series championships. What more can you ask for in a career? Um, he's a Hall of Fame manager. So I thought that he was just kind of done. He was just going to take it easy. But if he wants to be back in baseball, then good for him. I think he's he's a good manager. I think he can have a positive impact on that team. Um, he has been out of the game for a couple of years, not too long. But it'll yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see how that goes. Texas has some really talented players. I mean, Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon both signed their last offseason. So they've got some really talented players. I think if they bring in the right manager like Bruce Bochy, I think that could turn things around and they could have a good team. So I was surprised to see it. I didn't think that he was interested in still managing and still being, you know, involved in baseball, but good for him. If he wants to, if he wants to come back and make a career comeback, I hope that it goes well for them. I, I really like him. I think that, um, you know, like I said, he's a hall of fame manager. I, I, I don't necessarily like the giants, but he was really good with them. And I think he's a, a good baseball guy. And so I'm excited to see how this goes for the Rangers. Yeah, I I kind of agree what they said. You know, I think Bruce is really good with young teams, and that's kind of what led to those runs. Like he was aware when the the core really got formed. You know, with obviously Bowser Posey and you know Tim Lipscomb and that that kind of core Brandon Belt that won those World Series. So Hunter Pence. So I, I think that's. That's pretty cool. The Royals just hired a manager as well. They hired the race bench coach. And honestly, if you're Kansas City, you could model yourselves very much kind of similar to how how Toronto or how Tampa run things. And I think that's that is a uh, pretty good. They hired Matt Hortaro. I think I said that right. And you know they have a very young core, really good young core. And so I think uh, I think it was a smart move by Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, you look at what the Rays have done over the, the past decade, really. They've been one of the top teams with a really low payroll. You know, they have a 
one of the worst stadiums in Major League Baseball. They don't get a lot of attendance, but they consistently produce a good product on the field. So I think that if you're going to model yourself after the Rays, if you want to get a coach from the Rays to be your manager, I think that's a good decision. So honestly, I have not heard of him before, but he was the Rays bench coach. And so that is a major qualification. So yeah, I think it's a good hire for the Royals. I think that, like you said, they do have a good, talented, young roster. They just, again, they just need to bring in the right manager, get those guys, you know, a guy, bring in the right guy to coach them. And, you know, I think they could be a really good team. Final thing I have, we do, you know, they want to institute, you know, robot umps. We don't need it. We just need one person behind the plate. And that's Pat Hoberg who called the first perfect game an umpire has ever had in the World Series. He, he perfectly corrected all 129, 129 pitches in the win on, in game two. And to make it interesting, he almost had one earlier in the year where he went 122 for 123 in a game, ironically, with the Phillies. They did take on the Rockies in that one. So he, how about that, man? He, uh, he got a perfect game. I think uh, he he is uh, he's umpired 371 games as a call and as a call up umpire before being promoted to a full MLB staff umpire in 2017. But how about that? A perfect game by an umpire. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. And that's what you like to see in the World Series. You know, it's not just the the best teams and the best players that make it to the World Series, but you got to have the best umpires also in order for it to be the best product on the field. So uh, great. Great outing by him the other night. You got to have a good umpire on the field, especially in these high leverage moments like a World Series championship. So, yeah, that, that's what you love to see in these uh, in this kind of series. You love to see the umpire that knows what he's doing behind the plate. Yep. So overall accuracy, 100 percent. Overall consistency, 96 percent. No favor. So that's uh, it's just incredible. Like. Check yeah. out Umpire Scorecards on Twitter. It's pretty. It's a pretty good account. It's a good follow. I would recommend it. Highly recommend it. Really quick, quick, uh, quick thing. We have some breaking news as we finish recording. Pedro Guerrero, longtime coach with the Royals, is now expected to be the next manager of the Chicago White Sox. Buster only has broke the news. So, uh, you know, Royals, longtime coach for the Royals. I believe he is part of the World Championship teams. So uh, the White Sox fire uh, finally find a manager that's not Tony La Russa and maybe is competent. And I think that could mean a really big bounce back here for the, the White Sox next week. Yeah, young guys. Next only... year, next week. <laughs> next what am week. I talking <laughs> Man, you, we need to finish this up so you can take a nap. Uh, yeah, Pedro Griffal, I think. Um, pretty, I mean, he's 52 years old, so young guy compared to their last new manager, especially. Uh, got plenty of experience though. So I think he could be a really good manager for the White Sox. I still don't think that Rick Renteria should have ever been fired. You know, he took them to the playoffs in 2020 and they reward him by firing him. So I still don't think he should have ever been fired, but you know, now they're bringing in an experienced guy that can be a really good manager for this team. Tony LaRussa was not the right call. You know, I get it. He he was the manager for wait, the White Sox a long time wait. ago. So what? Just just say it. Just say it. Say what it, what it was since the beginning. What I thought since the beginning. You didn't think Tony La Russa was the right call either. No, you what? did though. 
Oh, yeah, I, I did. No, I'm wrong. I was wrong. Okay. And who's right? You were right. All right. Man, you sound Say like my again. wife. Uh, um, God, I, this is a rare this is a rare moment in our podcast. Okay. So we just have to shout out to Mariah, by the way. So Mariah, I understand how it finally feels. Like Yeah, I, I, I just, was wrong. I need Tommy to soak Larissa, in this moment. He was not the right call for the White Sox. I thought he was. You know, he's an experienced manager, won World Series before. He had managed the White Sox before but that was a long time ago so it was not the right call it didn't work out it was only two years i think that they're going to bounce back again like we've mentioned with the rangers and the royals they have such a talented young team on this white Sox roster i think they bring in the right manager they're going to be a really really good team they're going to be bold prediction right now they're the team to be in the al central next year i agree i picked them to be the World Series in the World Series this year. So I believe in them. All right. Good. We're on the same page there. Uh, one more thing before we wrap up today's episode Albert Pujols has signed his retirement papers and made it official. His career, his playing career, is finished. I know uh, he said that in spring training this year that he was retiring. And then he went on that monster second half of the season got to the 700 home run mark. There were a lot of questions. Hey, maybe he'll come back next year, try to beat Babe Ruth's record. But he has said all along that he was done after this year. He was retiring and now it's official. He has signed his retirement papers. His playing career is over. He is uh, going to fulfill a uh, services contract with the Angels. So I don't know what exactly that means, if he's going to be a consultant, a you know, spring training coach. He'll be involved in some capacity with the Angels for the next 10 years. And obviously, he will be in Cooperstown in a short time. Well, uh, we'll have more analysis. Uh, give us your thoughts at TreyLowVT, at Matkins News on, on Twitter, uh, FL Ball Area, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or else on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg page. Thank you so much. Leave us a five-star review. Thanks so much for listening to this FL Ball Area podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.